hello, hello, and welcome to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well. I'm holistic health and life coach and essential oils advocate on a mission to really empower you to be healthy and thrive in all areas of your life. So this podcast is all about that. It's all about seeing you thrive in more than just your physical health, but in your emotional, mental, spiritual, financial, relational, and vocational health. So you'll find solo episodes, interviews, as well as panel episodes, all designed to really encourage you and move you forward in your whole health and life. You'll also find bonus essential oil features really empowering you to know how to use essential oils in your everyday life. So I'm so glad you're here. And be sure to share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and let me know your thoughts. So let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. My name is Brianna Wilkerson from Made Well, which is a holistic health and life coaching practice designed to empower others to be healthy and thrive in all areas of their life. And I'm also an essential oils advocate, and that is kind of what we're here to talk about today. We're talking, uh, this is going to be a little bit of an oil feature for the podcast, and you'll see more coming up. But this particular episode is really about giving you a basis or a foundation for the different types of essential oils education we're going to have going forward. So this year, I really just started to see how important it was not just to know how to use the oils, but to know about the science, the chemical constituents, the chemical family, know about where the oil is sourced, as well as uh, know about the safety of the oil, because every oil is different. And then as well as, as I learn more about the emotions behind the oil, how every single oil has an emotion, right? And then of course is the testimony. So there's about seven different pillars of essential oil education in my book. Started out with five, then as I kept doing this, I realized there's seven, so went and adjusted everything. But today I just wanna go through the seven pillars and give you a little bit of foundation so that as we start to focus on essential oils throughout, you'll kind of know what I'm talking about when I say the science of essential oils or the sourcing and so forth. And as well, if you are interested in getting some essential oils, getting some support around that, that's what I'm here for as well, and giving you support and how to use it. That's the whole point of this, right? So let me get started. So basically, the basics of the essential oil, really understanding that every essential oil is different, as well as there are tons of essential oils out there. But out of the roughly the 17,500 aromatic plants that are out there that can be converted into essential oils, roughly only 400 are sold on the commercial market. Aromatherapists and scientists have been careful to offer consumer essential oils that they have researched, researched, tested, and have evidence to help us. And there, you know, the other ones that may not have necessarily be turned into essential oils yet, maybe we just haven't gone around to it and so forth, right? So doTERRA is the specific essential oil company that I use, as well as they have tons of other wellness products. People sometimes surprised about that, but I actually buy a lot more wellness products from them than oils because oils can last a long time sometimes, you know, products you use every day. And so there are about a hundred single essential oils and essential oil blends that they have. And, you know, there's some common ones that, you know, most people know about, such as lemon, peppermint, lavender, frankincense, melaleuca, rose, jasmine, rosemary, and eucalyptus. And so much more. So definitely check out uh, the corresponding blog post that goes with this to kind of get some more information around this. 
So that's the basics. So that's the first pillar. The second is the science. And I kind of geeked out about this, this this month, or I would say the last few months actually, is understanding that each, anything that is organic in nature or from nature that exists has living breath, has some sort of organic chemistry. And I was not a or- science major in college. So organic chemistry is definitely new to me. And so I'm going to say I have a very basic understanding of a lot of the things we'll talk about in the science, but obviously you can go to the science blog with doTERRA to learn more if you're really, really interested. But really my heart behind it is mainly to let you know the main, what we call chemical constituents that each essential oil has. And it's usually this constituents that then derive the therapeutic benefits that we experience or that we know about, as well as it will help you understand even the safety. And so, for example, most citrus essential oils have limonene, which really helps provide energy. They're volatile, they're quick to kind of give you that quick effect. So that's why when you're diffusing something like lemon or wild orange, you you feel instantaneous energetic because it works really fast. And so just, and it belongs to the chemical family monoterpenes, right? So that's just kind of giving you a basic understanding. You might not care, but I've been finding it quite fascinating. And then, excuse me. So the third pillar is sourcing. And what I love about doTERRA is that their oils come from about 46 to 50 different countries around the world, most of them developing, but also most of them where these essential oils tend to grow best and where the harvesters, the farmers, the distillers can really give us the best quality of that essential oil because that's what they've been doing for centuries, right? And so you have frankincense from Somalia, vetiver from Haiti, lemon from Italy, wintergreen from Nepal, cardamom from Guatemala, and arborvitae from Canada. It's a few examples. But what's really cool about that is that doTERRA does something called co-impact sourcing, which as the particular company provides them the oil, they also want to impact that company. I'm not company, sorry, country in return such as making sure they're helping create jobs and fair wages, improving income, improving living environments, education environments, uh, cleanliness, and all that sort of stuff. And there's a lot of great projects. If you're ever interested, you can definitely let me know. But through that, they have developed something called the Healing Hounds Foundation, which is doTERRA's not-for-profit that funds all these co-impact sourcing. And you as a, you know, if you are a doTERRA wholesale customer or wellness advocate, you could definitely give to that when you do your orders. So that is definitely something that, is really that my heart just resonates with. So that's definitely why I kind of chose the company as well. And then around the safety. So the safety of essential oils is something that I think a lot of people have been, you know, really wrestling with or, you know, have have had experience with. And I'm not going to say I'm a a certified essential aromatherapist, but I have studied quite a bit about the safety and I am learning, but I know borderline uh, kind of a basis of how you can really, uh, for each particular essential oil. So we'll act though, there are questions that most people ask, such as which oils are safe to put on my skin, which oils are safe to ingest, which oils are safe for certain demographics, such as children, pregnant women, elderly, those on existing medication, how much oil should I use per day? All of these questions I tend to get quite a bit. And so we're going to explore that with each essential oil that we talk about on this bonus oil feature and then using. So that's the fifth one. Like what are the different uses of the essential oils? So practical uses in your everyday life for the essential oils, like lemon, knowing that you can put a couple drops in your water to cleanse, knowing that it can help clean your environment because it is cleansing diuretic agent. 
all those different things, how much of that oil you should use, what surfaces, those sort of things we'll definitely be talking about. And then the last two, these two I added over time was um, the emotions of the essential oil because <clears throat> how each essential oil elicits a certain emotions because really what happens at the end of the day is that whatever we smell impacts our limbic system, which is a part of our brain that is in control of what we smell, uh, our behavior, our emotions. And so when you smell something, it tends it might remind you of something positive or negative, but also what you smell could then dictate to you how you should feel and how you might behave. And so, for example, if we're going to smell uh, something like a flower for most because of the therapeutic benefits because of the chemical constituents of that flower that may elicit a more calming response right and so another example is say uh, the spices such as clove and cinnamon and all of those it may elicit a more energetic more inspiring type response because it's spicy right so Knowing all of that, it's very important to know that if you are trying to look for emotional aromatherapy through the oils, what each oil can bring. And there is tons of different blends that even doTERRA has put together, particularly emotional aromatherapy set that we'll be sure to go to that may really help make it a little bit clearer. Um, and then the seventh thing is really testimony. So I added this in recently just because I think it's really important to know how a particular oil may have helped someone that either has a similar uh, condition to you or similar thing that's happening in their life so you can resonate with it. Because at the end of the day, we all resonate with stories and testimonies and praises and, you know, so those different things. So the seven different things to just kind of wrap us up is the basics of the oil, science, the sourcing, the safety, the uses, the emotions, and the testimony. So what we'll do going forward is we will go through one particular um, essential oil a week or a particular theme or category such as cleaning essential oils or emotions and oils. And I'm going to try my best to go through those seven pillars to kind of give you an understanding and a basic education. So if you would like to even learn more, if you kind of just want to get a basic essential oils one-on-one understanding, I do have a webinar that you can sign up for and you'll have access to. So just kind of go to the link that goes with this um, episode and also, you could feel free to join my Healthy and Thriving Women's Facebook group on Facebook, which will, which I cover both coaching and essential oil stuff in there. And of course, follow me on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find a lot of pictures and a lot of different thoughts and those things. But definitely stay tuned here because we're going to get started with oil by oil. So thanks so much for joining this oil feature. And I hope you enjoyed it. I know it seems like uh, education, but just wanted to give you a borderline keep saying borderline, but you want to give you a basis of foundation to kind of go forward as I talk about each of those seven things. So thanks so much. And I will talk to you soon. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Be Healthy and Thrive podcast. And I hope you are leaving feeling equipped, encouraged, and empowered to truly be healthy and thrive in your whole health and life. So share this podcast with others, subscribe, and let me know how it impacted you. And of course, be sure to check out the corresponding blog post that has all the links to the free goodies that were mentioned during the episode. That's it for me for now, but I will see you soon on the next episode.